Here's a few exciting scenes from tonight's episode of The Tom Gully Show. Ted, your advice? Well, you know, when you have a blind date, usually the problem is going to be a physical flaw. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. So what you have to do is be honest, but be more tactful on that, you know? Don't come right out and say it. You know, instead of saying, guys, you're fat, you know, say, you know, something like, you know, you might want to lay off the candy and the donuts and that. <laughs> you know, be a little more, uh, you know, less blunt. As far as I'm concerned, the score master of all time, mm-hmm. Jim Kirk from Star Trek. Okay. Captain Kirk. Oh, yeah. You know. Gotta be. Right. And, and uh, you know, he, he had a, um, an alien in every part. <laughs> and and <laughs> he had that move. And you told me about that. Oh, yeah. Why don't you explain it to uh, everybody? Well, see, Jim, it's true. God, it's true. Well, Jim Kirk never, like, approaches a gal from the front when he's talking to her, when he's about to kiss her. He always has to come from the back. I mean, like, he's, like, always pursuing because he's predatory. And I've just noticed that, you know, and it's always real dramatic. The girl will go, does it give you a great feeling of achievement to be the captain of a starship? And she'll look out the window and walk over there real coy, and he'll walk up behind her and say, there's something more powerful than a starship. And then he'll kiss her, you know. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. It's time, America. Mr. and Mrs. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. So sit back, buckle in, place your tray table in its upright locked position, and get ready for big time radio, friends. It's time for... Good evening, it is Thursday, February 13th, 2014, episode 192. Uh, 100? Did you hear that? Anyway, I'm Tom Gully, and tonight on the Tom Gully Show, Love Week on the Tom Gully Show continues as we bring you the very, very first relationship expert I ever had on a show, Ted Krajusiak. Not a social worker, a PhD or anything like that. Uh, he just has a way with the ladies. And he's writing a book. Uh, Ted not only has great advice, but he also has a staggering number of friends with equally bizarre names. Uh, and as you'll hear, when Ted fixes up a couple, he can usually report the results with a hearty, and they're still together. This is from 1995, so it's throwback style. Listen in as Ted dishes out sage advice, absolutely sage advice, as we answer caller questions and delve into the average Joe's view of relationships. And I even play one of the liners Chuck Lofton. Indianapolis people will know who that is. Chuck Lofton did for the show. 
we're going back into the vaults with relationship expert Ted Krajusiak tonight on The Tom Gully Show. What made Hitler Randy? What kind of woman made Der Fuhrer really want to stand at attention? Learn how Hitler liked to get it on when the History Channel presents Where Hitler Chose to Spawn as Hitler Rated X Week continues. Ladies, listen. The shortage of fats and oils is still very serious, and it's worldwide. So please keep on saving every single drop of used kitchen fat. Your butcher will pay you for every pound. Hello, hello, hello. This is Karen from London here. Just popping in to say that in the light of all the wondrous celebrations over here we've had our Royal Highness, her Jubilee, things were a bit down in the dumps. So thank heavens above we have the charming, lovely Tom Gully. He's the darling of the man, always there for a laugh to perk up my day. So why don't you go and check him out at the TomGullyShow.com. Well, he's a pretty well-known guy. Now, what are some of the new titles you've come up with for the book? Because last time we had a few. Right. Last time, um, and, and I, they're still in contention. Right. Congestion. Right. Something. Possibility. <laughs> Incubation. Well, you know, my name is Krajusiak. Okay. Isn't it? Yeah. Pretty okay. sure. All right. Uh, my nickname is Crud, Crud Juziak. Right, sure. So uh, I had the names for the book like uh, Crud on dating, mm -hmm. you know, dating Crud. Um, uh, what else was there? There's my favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, look, I'm on a date. Yeah, that's a great title that's, for a That's a magic book. one. Um, let's see. I had some people suggest uh, Your Love Life, My Passion, mm -hmm. um, Dating. That's me. Right. Uh, God, he finally asked me out. You think that's a good name for a book? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is one that was sent to me, a suggestion. Uh -huh. Color me dating. <laughs> okay. I like that one. Oh, yeah. And um, let's see. What else is there? I think that's it. Oh, okay. Oh, no. One other title. Uh -huh. The title would be, guess what? They're still together. Because <laughs> everybody that you introduce is pretty much well, still together. Well, not everybody, but yeah, a lot of them are. Right, right. Not in my classroom, Josh. Okay. Why don't you ask your question of Ted Krajusiak this evening? All right, All right Ted. Yeah? I, seen, I know that you're the like the man on love and stuff, so I'm going to break it down for you. Okay. Okay, I was going out with this girl named Jamie. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention any last names, Meadows. And, um... Ooh. Yeah, see, I don't like that. 
This is the second night I've had to take Josh off the air. He comes on here, he bosses me around, and then he starts in with this, I'm not going to give the last name, and he gives the last name. Now, could I allow him to disparage that young girl? That's, that's not Where, kosher. Is, isn't there something in your book about disparaging young girls? Um, that'd be chapter 8. Okay. Let's just go on to our next caller, and that is going to have to be Michelle. Michelle, welcome to the show. Hello. How are you this evening? Oh, fine. You don't sound fine. <laughs> well. What's wrong, Come Michelle? on. Talk to tell me. Tell us. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of depressed. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I guess I just, me and my boyfriend just broke up. Oh. Uh, God. Oh. Uh, why'd you break up? I don't know. I found out that he was seeing another girl. That's a reason. Yeah. That, that does it. That's now, a Ted, very good reason. Ted's done some informal polling. Isn't that one of the number one reasons that people break up? Yeah, that and um, um, restaurants. People can't decide where to eat together. <laughs> so, you know, um, yeah, but that would be number one, I would, I would think. Okay. What else uh, tonight, Michelle? What question did you have for Ted as we kind of salve your bruised love life? Well, let me think. Um, well, did, you, did you call without a question? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Michelle. She's well, in pain, Tom. We got to help her She here. was delirious with pain That's when she dialed right. those numbers and didn't know that she didn't have Are a question. Are you a little depressed? Yeah, but I have a question for my friend because she's sitting right here. Oh, I think we're going to speak with Jason. Jason, welcome to the show. What's up, ma'am? Not too much. What are you up to? Nothing, ma'am. Well, good. What uh, do you have for Ted? Oh, wait, Jason, are you a student? Yep, man. Okay, man. Well, uh, where at? Southside High School, man. Okay, man, I'm going to play you this clip, okay, to welcome you back to school. Okay, man? All right. Don't you mean all right, man? Oh, all right, man. <laughs> okay. You're on an operating table. My little questions are the fingers probing your brain. We do brain surgery here. You teach yourselves the law, but I train your mind. Okay, there's your clip. What's your question for Ted Krajusiak? First of all, I'd like to say, what's up, Ted? Ah, uh, you know, sky inflation taxes and that. Good one, but, um... <laughs> Tom. Yeah? You don't get no what's up, man, because you try to pump my brother... Excuse me? Couldn't hear you. Oh, must have been because I accidentally took you off the air. All right, uh, it's my show. Let's have no misunderstandings about this, That's people. Right. It's my show. Ted, why don't you tell us about... Uh, did you have another letter for us? Uh, yeah, let me get one here. Um, okay, these uh, are letters from people that... After okay. the last time Ted was here, an, an outpouring of emotion and love for Ted. Uh, they wrote him letters here, care of the station. And uh, what do you have, Ted? Dear relationship guy. I guess she knew I was a relationship, but didn't know my name. You know, but that's okay. Right, because it's almost impossible to pronounce anyway. Or spell. Yeah. I thought you gave good advice on the show with Tom Gully, so I wanted to write you with my problem. My boyfriend is a jerk. I love him, but he is rude, insensitive, boring, fat, and ugly. What should I do? Signed, Troubled Love. 
My answer to this this letter, mm-hmm. rotisserie skews. <laughs> what? Stick them through the skin on top of your arms or the nape of your neck. <laughs> Obviously, you like pain, so the rotisserie skews would be a good addition. <laughs> Come on. God. Seriously. Get out. Work on your self-image. You know, I told Sarah Jane Blacksmith the very same thing. Uh-huh. She was afraid she couldn't get anybody, any other man, you know. Uh, so, after her boyfriend left. So she stayed with, uh, you know, the elephant man evil twin, you know, that type of guy. <laughs> yeah. Just so she wouldn't have to find anybody else. Yeah, and I told her, I says, I says, look, I says, Sarah Jane, get out, work on your self-image. She's still single, but she's much happier now. She got rid of the uh, elephant man's evil twin. Oh, yeah, that's got to be terrible. You know, so, so you were just kind of kidding about the rotisserie skewers. God, yeah. <laughs> okay. It is so far. I've okay. lived in Muncie for about a week now. I'm originally from West Lafayette. So. Oh, okay. So it's a different kind of university experience. And That's I right. think you'll enjoy the fact that uh, the, the the girls on our campus aren't often slaughtered for their pelt. Hey, I still like <laughs> Purdue, but hey. Uh, okay. <laughs> but I have noticed. All right. Are you a freshman? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, hey, I got a clip for you, a special back-to-school welcoming clip, okay? Great, great. You come in here with a skull full of mush... You leave thinking like a lawyer. And I'm asking, what's the difference? But anyway. Okay. uh, Good question. And I'm going to go ahead and play another complimentary back-to-school show clip for you, okay? Okay. Yeah, how about it, Teach? You got a big mouth? Tell me to do this, to do that? Well, are you big enough to take me down to principal's office? Because that's just what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to take me. Oh, yeah, you're going to have to take me. (laughs) You got a bunch of thugs like that in your school? Anybody like that? Yeah. Quite that brazen? Yeah. Well, you might want to tell them that the person on that clip is uh, Vic Morrow. You know who Vic Morrow is? No. (laughs) Well, did you ever see the the movie Twilight Zone? Uh, no. (laughs) Well... Vic Morrow, during the filming of the movie Twilight Zone, had a helicopter fall on him. Oh, God. Ow. So you just tell those kids at your school if they want to be acting like Vic Morrow, they better look up in the sky once <laughs> Okay? Okay. All right, Shannon, why don't you ask Ted your question? Okay, there's this boy that I like, and he don't quite notice me, and I need to know if there's anything I could do to get him to notice me. Hmm... You know, this goes right back to Chapter 3 in my book that I'm working on, okay? Why does everything pertain to a chapter in your book? I mean, is it... It's a good book. Oh, okay. I just noticed it was kind of coincidental. It's new. It's new, okay. Okay. This is something you want to do. Do a little research, take an interest in what he likes. That's the golden rule when you're trying to get someone to like you. Does that make any sense? Yeah. I gave that, that advice to Bill Brebridge and uh, Angela Sovine, <laughs> some friends of mine. Uh, Bill wanted, wanted Angela, to, and he took an interest in what she liked, and he taught himself how to cook. Uh-huh. And bam, there you have it. Relationship City. What does this guy like? And guess what? What? They're still together. <laughs> As are they all. When they get fixed up by the Krajews master, they just, they don't... They don't. Do you know separate. anything that he that he likes to do or is interested in? Um, he likes basketball, football. You know the regular sports. Ah, here I've got the solution. Buy a pump. 
See? That, that's the, the noodle. So just kind of hang around the ball yard with that pump. And the second he's in a fix for some air inside one of those basketballs or footballs, <laughs> you're Johnny on the spot. The see, I'm the shy type around guys. Well, hey, let the pump do the talking. <laughs> that's the beauty of it. You just walk up and hold the pump out, and that says it all. I'm thinking. Another thing to remember? Yeah. Smell. If you smell really good, people notice it. Okay. And I think the opposite would be true as well. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, did we help you out tonight, Shannon? Huh? Did we help you out tonight? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Do you know what the name of Buddy's wife was on the Dick Van Dyke Show? I have no idea. Well, that's okay. They'll teach you about that at the uh, high school level. This is the thing. Okay. Okay. Um... I don't like no guys. Well, I mean, I'm not. I like guys and everything, but I can't find a guy to like now because every time I like a guy, they end up dogging me or something, uh-huh. or they don't like me back. And I'm not ugly, okay? I am not ugly. Gosh, I probably would believe that more if that wasn't the first thing you said. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like, you know, this is a nice car, and it doesn't have a piston ring problem. I promise it. <laughs> I'm not ugly. Okay. Everybody that's listening right now, they probably know who I am because everybody calls me, oh, Julia, I heard you on the radio. I don't know that everybody listening, I mean, I imagine some people, but please, I'm not sure that even everybody listening knows who I am. Well, all my friends are all like... They're like, oh, Julie, I heard you on the radio. Well, Julie, you give out such good advice. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that you don't have a problem. Yes, I you do. Just wait a little I while. I can't find a guy to like that'll like me back. I mean, I know how to get a guy's attention, and I know how to dog them, but that's all I know. Physician, heal thyself. Yeah, see, Ted himself is, you know, the expert, and he's been single for how many years now, Ted? Uh, twenty-two. You're only twenty-two years old. <laughs> oh, yeah, since I've been dating. Oh, okay. How old are you, you in total? You can't be single until you're dating. How old are you in total? In total? Yeah. Oh, I'm, you know, I'm <laughs> under 40. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Julie, I uh, appreciate you being part of the show tonight, and I sure hope to hear from you again, okay? Well, he doesn't have the answer for me. We just said you give out such good advice, you should follow some of your own advice. Well, I don't have to see. I mean, I don't know whether I should... What does a guy like? Do they like for you to be forward or backward? Because backward just ain't easy for me. Well, I can understand why it ain't (laughs) easy for you to be backward. But the thing of it is, Julie, that even highly successful and desirable people like Ted and myself over a period of years, you see, it's not a matter of how cool you are. It's a matter of meeting the right person. And that's not something that you can do... You know, that's, that happens in a linear fashion on it, like a time span. you got to meet that person first, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you're at a high school where you probably know everybody, right? Yes. Well, so you're not going to meet anybody new until you meet somebody new. Dang, that's... Uh, how am I supposed to do that? Well, here... Uh, here. Ted? Here. <laughs> I'll just hand this one Thank off. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little secret, a little tip. Okay, this I don't I don't tell this to just anybody because this is not really a nice thing to do. But <laughs> find a guy who likes you, you, even if you don't like him. Date him, go out with him for a while. 
you're always mo more attractive and more noticed when you're with somebody <laughs> rather than by yourself. <laughs> as soon as you get into a relationship, that's when all the people that, you know, you've been dreaming about start coming on to you. So, you know, that's not a good way to do it, but it, you know, if but you're, you're that recommending desperate, it anyway. If, okay. it's, if you're that desperate. All right. Uh, tell you what, Julie, I got to run and do a break, but I sure appreciate you being part of the show tonight, okay? If you're really sick of this, um, it's the Rosinski maneuver. The Rosinski maneuver? What the? You got to be prepared to play hardball, okay? <laughs> you save up a little cash, uh -huh. a little jack, you know, you save that up. Right. Okay, you get a, uh, a 50 or a $100 bill. Right. Wrap it around a bunch of ones and that. <laughs> Okay, as soon as you, your group meets the other group, survival of fittest, man. You got to flash that wad and get yourself one of the, one of the good-looking ones. You, can't, you catch your buddies by surprise, and it works every time. You know, yeah, Peter Rosinski tried this. He ended up with such a beautiful girl, he fell madly in love. And you know what? What? They're still, still together. together. But you know what I'm thinking, Ted? And this is maybe just the pessimistic side of me coming out. If I'm in a group and there's a bunch of girls and I pull out this huge wad of money, I'm thinking, first of all, the girl that's not quite as attractive is probably going to have some weight on her. Mm -hmm. And she's going to see that money and think, Twinkies. That's going to buy a lot of Twinkies. And see, because she does have the extra pounds, she's going to be able to push those. She's going to muscle through those good-looking girls. And then where are you? Well, you know, you have to use your own judgment sometimes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Well, do you have anything else uh, for us this evening? Uh, well, you know, I did have one other letter here. Uh, sure. A, a quick one. Dear Ted K, my boyfriend wants me to wear weird clothes when we go out, like he wants me to wear a short leather skirt. I'm not comfortable with that, but my boyfriend insists, what should I do? Signed, Leather Frayed. I guess yes. she's frayed of leather. <laughs> that was cute. Yeah. Uh, clothes say it all to me, you know. So I say try new things, but in small doses. You have to be comfortable with it, you know. Um... I, I always dress like I mean it, you know? I mean, uh -huh. you never know what's going to happen or where you're going to be or who you're going to meet. So I always dress snappy. You know, I'm on right. the radio tonight. Nobody can see me except you, but right. I still am dressed. Don't you think I'm dressed pretty snappy? Yeah, you look, uh, yeah, that's, I've, I have never seen that much non-natural fiber on one person, but... But you do look good. I mean, it's obviously a thought-out look. And, and uh, you know, lime green is my color. Yeah, and I don't... How do you get them that tight? Uh, you know... Do you wear those in, like, a dryer or something? Or how do you get them that skin tight? I can buy them off the rack, like, just like this. <laughs> and, you know, they're not as expensive as they look. You know, you can't... <laughs> you might think that I spend a lot of money in my wardrobe, but I don't. No. It depends on where you shop. Where do you shop, just out of curiosity? Well, for instance, uh, my shoes. Yeah. You know, good value. They, mm -hmm. they, they hold up, Dollar General. Right. Can I say that on the air? Yeah, you can say that. Oh, I just did. Yeah, we don't have any competitors, uh, I don't think. I mean, look down the sponsor. No, you're okay. Okay. That's fine. So, yeah, yeah you are a pretty good-looking guy. I mean, as <laughs> things go, I've... I don't get too far into that, but I mean, Thanks, you, you, your outfit's put together is what I meant to say. Well, I, you know, I work hard at it, uh -huh. and it's very important because 
clothes say it all. You look like kind of a tropical Jack LaLanne. <laughs> you know, the hey, one-piece suit. The... I just happened to have a poster of Jack LaLanne in my uh, my study at home. Which brings us to the topic of score masters. Uh-huh. And I think Jack LaLanne would easily fall into the category of a score master. Mm -hmm. Now, who are some of the greatest score masters of all time, in your opinion? Well, uh, you know... There's the, the traditional ones, uh, you know, Don Juan and all that, you know, and that. Um, as far as I'm concerned, the score master of all time, mm -hmm. Jim Kirk from Star Trek. Okay. Captain Kirk. Oh, yeah. You know. Gotta be. Right. And, and uh, you know, he, he had a, um, an alien in every port. <laughs> and... and <laughs> He had that move, and you told me about that. Oh, yeah. Why don't you explain it to uh, everybody? Well, see, Jim, it's true. God, it's true. Well, Jim Kirk never, like, approaches a gal from the front when he's talking to her or when he's about to kiss her. He always has to come from the back. I mean, like, he's, like, always pursuing because he's predatory. And I've just noticed that, you know, and it's always real dramatic. The girl will go, does it? give you a great feeling of achievement to be the captain of a starship and she'll look out the window and walk over there real coy and he'll walk up behind her and say there's something more powerful than a starship and then he'll kiss her you know like she's that. being coquettish right yes very coquettish yes and okay another score master uh -huh. on cheers yeah Ted Danson, what's that character? Sam Malone. Sam Malone. And what do you attribute his great score master powers to? Okay. One, ego. Uh -huh. He's got a big uh, ego. got to have that. Two, the hair, man. Oh, his just hair is... Hair alone. And you know what? That's a lesson that, that you can take from Sam Malone is mm -hmm. make your hair look good. The more it looks like a wig, the better off you are. <laughs> you know, that's score power. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time score power yeah. there. Let's go ahead and speak with Jeff. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Tom. Ah, there's a call on the other line. We'll just let them go ahead and wait. <laughs> okay, but if they keep cutting in and out, you know what will have to happen. I know. I'll make it short and sweet. Okay, hurry up. I just up. wanted to ask Ted, um, why is it that women feel they have to buy, buy two sets of hand towels to dry with and put in the bathroom, one for show and one to dry your hands on? <laughs> <laughs> Good relationship question, Ted. You know... <laughs> Women just just like a little extra of everything, and you got to get used to that right now. I'm telling you, there's no there's no two two ways about it. There's no way around it. Uh, no such thing as overkill. Yeah. Okay, you right. know the other thing in the bathroom is uh, you know you buy toilet paper, and you know if you're like me, a guy, you know you're gonna buy whatever's cheapest. Uh uh uh. Women want the good stuff. Uh-huh. And there's no way around that the either. 27 ply. Right. Okay. Well, uh, Jeff? Yeah? Appreciate you calling tonight. Do you have anything else for us? Um, no, I just wanted to call and say hi, and I'm glad I finally got in as opposed to last night. Boy, that was busy. Yeah, it's busy tonight, too, now, yeah. Jeff. But uh, here is your complimentary back-to-school clip, <laughs> and thanks for being on the show, All okay? Right. All right, here you what go. What Jefferson was saying was, hey... You know, we left this England place because it was bogus. So if we don't get some cool rules ourselves, pronto, we'll just be bogus too. Yeah? 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 Okay, let's go to the phone lines one more time and speak with Renee. Renee, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you doing tonight? Pretty good, and you? Well, I've been better, but uh, now that you're on the line with me, Renee, I'm, I'm doing great. 
Hi, I'm Chuck Lofton from Eyewitness News 13, and listening to the show on WLBC is about as much fun as charting the progress of a tropical storm. Yeah, we're on the air again. This is the show. You're talking to the host, Tom Gully, and 289-9522 is our number to call. You know, when you check the cleaning closets of fine households over this great, big, beautiful land of ours, you'll find a fresh container of the show. It's what smart shoppers everywhere clamor for. 289-9522 is our number to call. We're loaded with calls right now for our very popular guest, Mr. Ted Krajusiak. Ted, now, I understand that you've gotten some letters over the past few weeks. Yes, we've. I, I you know, I've got some good letters, and I, I uh, have tried to send as many as I could answers out. I have a relationship question for Ted tonight. Okay, go ahead. Right ahead. And that would be uh, seeing this girl, and and uh, you know she's seeing some other guy. And, oh. Yeah, and uh, she's. I'm kind of on the back burner here, and I. Oh. And every time he's gone, well, she guess who she calls. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. sure, and, uh, sure. You know, and uh, well, you know, he's thinking I'm living somewhere else. That you know, he knows of me. And what what do you think I should do, Ted? Should I let go or should I? You. Should I pursue this relationship? Okay. First of all, chapter in the book, chapter 17, the contingency plan. You are the contingency plan. <laughs> okay? You're the backup. And a lot of people live that way. They like to have a backup. That's not a good position to be in. I would suggest um, confronting her on it. And, um, you, you know, you might want to put some pressure um, by you know, forming your own contingency yeah. plan, you know? Yeah. Okay. Well, the thing is, it gets a little frustrating. and Just, you know, I feel I'm at a loss sometimes. You know, I am on the back burner. Hey, Ted, I have been in this particular situation before. I know many listeners of the show are going to be shocked by that situation, but I, I have been there, and I'll tell you right now, if she really wanted to be with you exclusively, she would be. True. And if I were you, I'd I'd kind of go get somebody that did want to be. I guess. Mrs. I, cool I think you're that. right in a lot of ways, but in in one way, it's like, well, I think that I provide a lot that this other person doesn't. So. Oh yeah, that's man. You're you're basically her walking human placebo for one. Oh yeah, I know. I'm I'm, so, I'm see, definitely the. Uh, I've been there, and it's like uh, she'll it's. Uh, <laughs> It's real self-absorbed on her end, you know? It's like, when you want to be with her, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going out with Skippy. And when she wants to be with you, you know, you, by this time you've developed a callus. In other words, you haven't seen her in a while. But then that all breaks down when you get together again. Yeah, and it's like you think it's over, but all of a sudden you get that phone call. Oh, yeah. And it's like, what do you say? I mean, you could say, hey, leave me alone. But sometimes it's a little easier said than done. Yeah, if because... You wanna, if you oh. No, go ahead, Ted. You're, stop you're the expert. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? I'm the guy that was in this situation. Uh, yeah. My love life's the petrified forest. That, Why? That, that's <laughs> true. I, you know, I, 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 I don't think I've been in that situation. So, <laughs> well, I appreciate the, uh, the the help, and maybe, maybe I should take your advice. And well, you hang in there. If, if this is something you really want, you know, you got to remember the walrus, because. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, laugh, Mr. Gully. <laughs> okay, the walruses fight for the females, okay? The big walrus has to fight a bunch of little walruses to keep his females 
So it's kind of like a... Uh... So if you keep plugging away and keep being a boil on this guy's neck, he's going to wear... He's going to wear himself out, and you're going to be the winner. So if you really want this, you stick with it. Okay, I'll take your advice. <laughs> Ted, where in Indy are you calling from, by curiosity? I'm calling in the uh, downtown region. Oh, cool. Oh, we get all the way down there. Well, uh, when you drive home, or if you are at home, please turn your radio up real loud and open a window. Okay. Cool. Hey, Ted, thank you. Thanks for calling us. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 289-9522 is our number to call as we remember the walrus tonight here on the show. Uh, we'll take your calls at 289-WLBC as the show does continue right here on 104.1 WLBC. I want to get one thing very clear in this classroom. There's not going to be any name calling here. Not today, not tomorrow, not ever. I hope you got that, all right? Okay. Okay. What's your question for Ted Krajusiak tonight, Kim? Well, um, me and my boyfriend have been having the same fight over and over again. He seems to think that he can go like three or four days without calling me or anything. Uh-huh. And then he seems that when he calls here, I should be here. And I just wonder and, why he does that. Oh, Ted? The old double standard, isn't it? <laughs> yep. You know, it's like a broken record over and over. <laughs> Or a broken CD in this day and age. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Okay. This is my advice. Pat answer for this, okay? Okay. Ground rules. You have to set them up. You have to have a schedule set up. Okay. South side. South side, huh? Mm-hmm. Chris, when your name's Josh, don't be calling me back in here. I'm not that stupid. 289-9522. Let's go ahead and take another call. <laughs> And we're going to talk to Julie. Julie, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you? Fine, how are you? I'm doing real, real good. How, you're not a student, are you, Julie? Yes, I am. Oh, whereabouts? I'm a junior at Southside High School. Well, congratulations, and uh, I'll just go ahead and play your complimentary welcome back to school clip. How's that? Okay, that's fine. Okay. Now, today we're going to pinpoint some of your faults in grammar. I've written several sentences on the board. I want you to read those sentences using the proper word. Does everybody understand that? Well, I think that's relatively easy to understand. What uh, do you have for Ted Krajusiak? Uh, okay. Well, the first thing is... Um, okay, I have advice for the last two callers. Can I give advice? That's and then plus I got a question. Well, okay, what's the advice? Okay. <laughs> Really hot, huh? Yeah, and so are the pitchers. They throw ungodly breaking stuff in the show. Oh, yeah, we throw ungodly breaking stuff here. If you don't believe me, ask Josh slash Chris slash all the other names. Little known fact, the show listened to all over the world was responsible for saving the life of the leader of a third world nation instead of having his morning cereal he was listening to the show when his kitchen blew up a statue of the show is now proudly on display at the home of the alcaldi you know you might want to consider this uh one of ted's number one rules you gotta smell good <laughs> And uh, sent a big, big, big factor in Ted's book. You know, in my book, I give the it's recipe and sniff for book, that never it? fail, oh, okay. that never fail recipe for a cologne. That killer cologne. Killer cologne. Yeah. I'm not going to give out the exact dosage. Because it's in your book, right? It's in the book. Yeah. But you might want to, you know, 
Experiment on your own a little. It's, no, do not do that. It's dangerous. Okay, that's what I'm getting to here. Okay. You know, it's part brute, part Old Spice, and part Hawaiian punch. And if you get a little bit too much of that Old Spice, you smell like dirty socks. So, uh... But if you get the book, and it'll be out soon, believe me, okay? But smell good, that's important. You'll, you'll get the right proportions to mix that and, and that. Um, but I, I'd say you're probably in. You're probably doing better than you think. Okay. All right, Chad. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. And I'll tell you what, Chad, another yeah. thing. Don't forget the power of sprinkles. Sprinkle, yeah. I heard earlier. Very important. Oh, do you have any more letters, Ch Ted, that people have sent in? Yeah, here's one. <clears throat> This is a newer letter. Ted K. Wait, wait, what's, what does the fact that it's a newer letter have to do with it? Well, it's it's newer to me. <laughs> I know, but you make it sound like it's I've, timely or I've that... I've had less times of work on it. Oh, okay, I see. That's fine. That's fine. I was just wondering what the newness of the letter had to do. I'm sorry. I'm not being critical. I'm just honestly curious about things like that. Okay, so... Okay. Sorry about that. Can I read this? Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Ted K. My boyfriend is quite a bit older than me. My family dislikes him for being so much older. They like him, but just think he is too old. Just because he's older, they think he's no good for me. It's like he's being older is a crime. My family just doesn't understand that I like older guys. I'm sure younger, sure I'm younger than him, but that only means he's older, not bad for me. When I turn 85 years old, he'll still be older than me. But what can I tell my parents about my boyfriend because they don't like him because he's older? Signed, younger girl. <laughs> well, I didn't quite understand the gist of this question. <laughs> Did you? Well, I guess it's that he's older. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Love conquers all. Well, what, what you know, you... my friend Sally Henshaw was only 19 when she married Harvey Stoball. <laughs> and he was 40. So he's 21 years, yeah. And, and you know what? What? They're still together. <laughs> it can work. Did so, you you um, set them up, didn't you? Yeah, so uh, younger girl, don't give up. You know, I always think it's funny when two people that have different ages, and I know a lot of couples like that, especially these days, I think it's always funny when one of them says, well, yeah, sure, right now I'm only 20 and he's 60, but... When he's 200, I'll be 160 years old. So it's not that far apart. Anyway, 289 Not that much different. <laughs> yeah, really. It wasn't my fault, I swear to God! That's never your fault. 289-9522 is the number to call. I'll be anxious to have you calling that number. You know, the show was originally called The Schwa. Still, of course, the invention of the letter O. True fact. 289-9522 is our number to call. We're talking with relationship expert Ted Krajusiak. Very lucky to be talking to him. And Ted, we were just discussing off the air how I'm kind of off my game tonight because of our technical difficulties. Mm -hmm. I'm apologizing publicly for that. I, you know, I, I, I didn't notice myself. And you're a sensitive guy. Well, I try to be. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when somebody eats a piece of candy, you get a cavity. That's how sensitive you are. <laughs> you know, you can't, like, please somebody else or... You can't change them. Yeah, you know, just if you don't like them, then get out. Because they're not going to change, and neither are you. So you may as well just 
That's right. Acknowledge the fact and move on. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that bleak little trip down <laughs> relationshipville uh michelle there are irreconcilable that. differences you know yeah but there's reconcilable differences too well, see i didn't think that michelle here's the deal when i see the cup it's half full and when you see it it's half empty no <laughs> no you just you know you you obviously you have relationships for a reason you like take things from each person you learn things and you teach them things and and that makes you who you are and that makes you the best person you can be for the person you end up with eventually, I think. Wow. She just did a Fred Rogers off the top of her head. That was very good. Can I use that in my book? <laughs> yeah, you can, actually. Okay. You well, got a title for my book out there? A title? What is what is, what is is this? This book is about relationships. Ed, you, you've got some things to uh, kind of update us on about you know things that have happened since the last time you were here. I've had so many things go on. Uh, let me look through my notes here. Okay. Uh, Okay, Jeremy and Tanya McBlevins, they had a personal problem of a sexual nature, kind of a weird sexual thing, and uh -huh. they, they didn't want their names mentioned on the radio. Oh, God! <laughs> oh, my God! Oh, God, I can't believe I did that. Okay. Oh, God. I can. Okay. Oh, you got that delay thing or something? No, uh, well, we do, but oh, it's too late God. for that now. The McBlevins are going to hate. <laughs> Okay, two eight nine nine five two two. I'm flustered now. Do, you, do I look flustered? You've, and you smell good, but flustered. Okay, let's go to the phone lines and speak with uh, Jim from Indianapolis. Jim, welcome to the show. Yeah, I just have a couple quick questions. The assurance that the United States will remain strong depends upon its younger generation. The 26 million children now in school who must be well prepared for the difficult years ahead. God, I love his voice, don't you, Ted? Yes. 26 million schoolchildren preparing to learn things that will help them become productive members of a capitalist society. I love when you do that with your voice. God, that's great. I know. Hey, Patty Spittler, you and me and Steamroller Makes 3, baby. Help crush Patty Spittler cute story abuse in our lifetime. 289-9522 is the number to call. They went around and he got drunk and so drunk that she had to drive in there. Oh, that's not good. And she couldn't drive a stick shift in that. Uh -huh. Dropped that tranny right on Highway 94, man. Right on the Dan Ryan. Oh. Dropped that tranny right there. Uh-huh. So you got to be careful. That's... Yeah. Now, around here, it's not called a tranny. What is it? Tranny. <laughs> it's different. See, most places it's transmission, and other places it's a tranny, yeah. and then it's a tranny. Tranny. Yeah, I dropped by a tranny out there, and uh, you know, uh, he's a problem with his tranny. It's uh, tranny. I, I it's like it when a you lot do that with your it's, it's a lot quicker around here. It's, you know... We spent about five, six hours on that tree. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, mm -hmm. I, I'll tell you about the CD contest. I tell you, Ted, here's here's another thing that, that um, we've instituted on the show just recently is that um, after, at a certain point... I had some advice, and I wrote this down. It's good. Uh -huh. Play little romantic games with, right. with your partner. Like, she would invite her man over and make a little treasure hunt. You know, there'd be a <laughs> note on the door... And uh, she would leave a trail of food, you know, like grapes, you know, something like that, you know, very magical. That uh, would annoy little, me. Little treasure hunt going. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Huh? Little treasure hunt going around, you know, and that. Well, one time Michelle invited Brian Sandusky over to her place. Uh huh. He was following this treasure map, you know, and he took a wrong yeah. turn in the hallway, and then yeah. instead of going left, he went right and ended up 
uh, kissing Michelle Schnauzer. Oh, that's that not was, good. That was sloppy. You know what the, did you like this outro music? Yeah. I, uh, that, uh, okay, now here's the thing. Is I going to go something like, you know, it's uh, been a real pleasure to have you here tonight, Ted. And if there's ever a chance, we'd like to have you back. Because we think it would be a lot of fun because you're such a good guest. God. That's radio right there. That was... That is radio. You have a talent for that. That's radio drama at its finest. Anyway, Ted, thanks for being here with us tonight amidst all the chaos and... Uh, it was a pleasure. <laughs> it was a hoot. I want to thank everybody else for being here. I want to encourage you to enter that uh, contest. I uh, listened to last night's program back because I record them and listen to them all, and I was very, very spastic. I've, I've come to the conclusion... Ted Krajusiak, relationship expert, is laughing at me, and uh, but I was a little spastic. I'm not going to be that way tonight. So, Ted, just so people know, you're not a licensed anything, right? No, you know, I I I just uh, got away with uh, you know the opposite sex. Affairs I, I guess of you the heart. Say. You know, I, I was a bartender for a while. Does that qualify me? You know, because we listen to a lot of problems of people in that. You know, people sit there and drink their beer and, and uh, you know, their wine and that. And they tell you about their wife or their husband or their girlfriend and that. So, you know, I, that's where I started. But but uh, my real claim to fame, I guess, um, when I found out I could help all my friends. And, uh -huh. and that's the important thing. You know, look at, look, just look, okay? Joe Hoffenstadt and Gladys Simcoe, uh -huh. I, I hooked them up. They're still together. <laughs> Peter Nandez, Trish Cushton, they're still together. Uh, Alfie Jurgensen, Billy Brebridge. You know, people had their doubts about those two people. They're still together. And you're responsible for that. And you I, set them up. I sure helped. Okay. so that's, that's the magic of what I do. The magic. Now, that's why we have you on the program is because, you know, whereas we could have gotten a bunch of real mealy-mouthed, pedigreed people on relationships we went out and got somebody with actual practical working knowledge and experience now do you want to talk first about your book a little bit that you're writing uh... yeah well you know with all this expert advice i'm giving out and that you know i decided to write a book and it, i've got most of it written uh -huh. but i was trying to decide what what to name the book and and uh, I got a couple titles here. I'm gonna bounce these off you. And well, maybe our listeners can call in and tell which one they like the best. Well, that's kind of what I was hoping, because uh, you know I thought maybe they could uh, give me a. You know, my name is uh, Krajewski. Krajusiak is your name. <laughs> well, you know, in the old country. <laughs> okay. In the old country. You say you say the names differently, and when they Americanized it, we Americanized it to Kajusiak. Yeah. But my my nickname was Crud. Okay. K R U D Kajusiak. Yeah. So they call me Crud. So I I came up with a couple a couple <clears throat> names in my book like Dating Crud. Okay. That's certainly to the point. Okay. Um, Love life in the subtitle would be the magic, the fun in that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Another one would be uh, crud on dating. Crud on dating. That's good. Yeah. And then uh, a different one might be, hey, look, I'm on a date. <laughs> okay. 
But those are some ideas. But if anybody else has any ideas for a book on dating and relationships, a title. What the title might be, we'll accept that. Well, now, what are the do's and don'ts involving, let's say, meeting parents? Just as a... Well, first of all, you need to avoid them. Uh-huh. <laughs> for at least the first three months. <laughs> Why would that be? Because uh, you're going you're gonna to screw it up. You're just not going <laughs> to... <laughs> so, avoid. Now, after the first, <laughs> I'm sorry, after the first three months, <laughs> why would you, what, you know, how would you broach meeting the parents? Well, one, one thing um, that I would, I would do is we got to win over the mothers. You guys out there, you got to win over the mothers. And here's a tip that I use. Okay. I, when I'm talking to the mothers, I trade recipes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So... If you need a recipe to trade with a mother, and you know, the more interesting the recipe, the better. And I got one here for Charnina. <laughs> um, that's blood soup, if you don't know what that is. And oh. it's really good. I can give that to you after the show if you need, okay. you know, call in. And I can, but you should buy the book probably. And, and you so can, is there a chapter and, you the know. The recipe's in there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I personally don't take dates to family gatherings. Why not? Because your family's scary. <laughs> okay. Is your family scary? My family. My family's scary. It's scary, especially to people who aren't in my family. You're like, right. Like my Uncle Morty. Um, you know, every time we get a, a new person at a family gathering, he does his old peach and banana joke. You know, that old joke every time. <laughs> it scares him off. And Julie has an intestinal disorder, you know. <laughs> Every time she eats mom's cabbage, God, you know, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> Don't take them to a family gathering if you can help it. How you doing, John? Fine. Good. What do you have tonight for us? Well, I was wondering if you could, like, help me score, because I haven't scored in, like, three months. If we can help you get a date, we'll just paraphrase that. So it's been three months. Okay, well, Ted, do you want to help John out a little bit? Uh, first of all, John, um, wh- where do you meet women? Bars. Okay. Well, you know, I've got a whole chapter on places where you can meet girls, for instance. Um, <laughs> well, uh, when you go to a bar, do you dance? Well, I just try to find a uh, girl that looks lonely and, like, go talk to her and stuff. Okay. My advice, learn how to dance. You know, back when disco was in vogue... Everybody was scoring, and now with this Generation X music, you know, it's not that good. You can't dance to it. Nobody's scoring. Dancing is romantic. <laughs> so remember that. All right. Josh, uh, a direct guy. Now, do you think that most women appreciate the direct approach, or do, do most women want that sort of that Charles Boyer French sort of... You know, subtlety. Well, I, I, you know, I got a thing in my book about this, a whole chapter. <laughs> yeah. There's four, well, actually five. I, I give five case studies, okay? <laughs> okay. And then I have you make a choice, and then, you know, you turn the page, and I tell you what, what really was the, the truest case study. You got a guy like uh, Jimmy Flipowitz is the one case study who's pure looks. Just oh. good-looking guy. Okay. You got Ronnie Wykovich, hard to, he plays hard to get. That's that's his shtick. Shtick. Yeah. <laughs> that's his thing. You got Teddy Krahuli, <laughs> who's blunt and crude, you know, because there's that certain percentage of girls that'll go for that. Uh-huh. Then you got Albert Volk, who's, 
you know, the uh, Donahue, the nice guy, the oh, understanding. Okay, okay, okay. Now, Tom, which one would you pick would be the most successful? Uh, I don't even know. I think probably if I was going to pick, now this isn't one I would do, but if I was going to pick, I would say it's the guy like Donahue, the Alan Alda type. And that, that is, is probably what most people would say, but it's not. It's Teddy Crowley. He's blunt. He's crude. He's to the point. Kind of like the guy that was just on the phone. I don't know why he doesn't score more because according to my calculations, <laughs> my studies, right. Teddy Crowley was the most successful at pick, um, meeting women. <laughs> okay. All right. Because well, there's that certain percentage. It's just a certain amount. I understand that. And you've got a whole chapter in the book about that. Yeah. As with most things. <laughs> I've noticed so far that everything that gets brought up, you've got a chapter on it. Well, which, they're short chapters. Okay. Very short. A unit. Almost like a unit. I never understood that in school. You had a unit all of a sudden. Okay. 289-9522. Interested in hearing from some gals. Now, what's the surest way to end a relationship? <clears throat> That's tricky. There's no easy way out. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no matter what you do, you can't, you know... You make it sound like a prison escape. Well... There's no easy way out. It's close. <laughs> One of the best methods that I've found, you know, when you're dating a girl and you're wanting to get out and that, you know... Uh-huh. I uh, fake my own death. <laughs> what? I eat that. You ever you ever seen that paste you can get in Haiti that that makes you you know your heart beat real low like you're dead. Okay. You're sitting there in a car on a date. You pop some of this in your mouth. All of a sudden, boom! You're dead. You're out of the relationship. <laughs> That's genius. Okay. How many times have you done this? Um, well, I haven't really done it yet. Okay, but. you're planning on it. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines again. Let's speak to a lady. Let's talk to Peggy. Peggy, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you this evening? Oh, just fine. Good. Now, uh, what do you have for our relationship expert, Ted Krajusiak? Well, actually, I'd like to ask a question. Okay. Um, my boyfriend now um, is interested in a relationship, and uh, he wants to involve another person. Aha. Uh -huh. And this is something that at first I absolutely refused. Um, and over time of consideration, I've decided... To go ahead with this okay and i have since found out that his idea is of a person of the same sex his or yours his now i'm sick <sighs> and i don't know if i know this man well enough or not Boy, I would have to just kind of, uh, oh, I'd have to say no, but uh, <laughs> um, in terms of what you're talking about, it, t it sounds to me like you're having a little uh, discomfort with the whole thing to begin with, right? I mean, well, I did until, uh, you know, like I say, I decided to go ahead with, um, with what I thought he wanted, and then I found out that he was going for the same sex. Yeah. Did, did, it, did it happen? No, it, no, 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 no. No, it hasn't happened yet, and you're still... It sounds to me like you're a little bit uncomfortable about what he's got in mind. Well, actually, he says it's more for my benefit. Well, but that's... Knowing, what else would he say? <laughs> well, but see, knowing that I'm not uh, into that in the first place uh -huh. is what truly... Uh, and I've known this man now for about four months. Let me ask you this real quickly, mm -hmm. Peggy. What if you're not into it in the first place? What would make you say I'm going to go ahead and give it a shot? Well, I guess just for him. Yeah. Um, That's what know, I'm hearing. 
the only advice that I would give in this situation, Peggy, is if you're in the least bit uncomfortable with it, don't do it. Right. That's what I would do. Well, I've done said no, but it's sort of like a hounding type of situation. No, oh, so he's not going to let this die. No, no. Now he's bringing okay. in animals? No. No, no, no. Ted. And I, and I gave in to the one, like I said, but... Um, yeah, that's and and what a bummer that is. You worked yourself up to that point and found out it was a completely different thing. Oh, but let me tell you, I'm just so glad it just got through. <laughs> well, I think so are we, Peggy. If a person was like at the Kings Island, and you win a big giant stuffed thing, is that good for a relationship? Uh, oh well, you know that does remind me of health clubs, which is in the chapter of where to meet <laughs> dates. You have a whole chapter on that, eh? Oh yeah. <laughs> And talking about contests, you know, a health club can be good, you know, if you got a good physique and that, you know, if you got the big muscles and that, you know, like like Joey Spurlock in the book, I talk about <laughs> Joey Spurlock. He's got bigger pecs than, you know, a lot of girls, and him and Janice Heaver had a contest to see who had bigger pectorals. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that turned, that's a contest that worked in favor of a relationship. Yeah. And okay. you know what? What? They're still together. <laughs> It's hard to believe that these things, these couples just stick together like glue, it seems like, Ted. But, you know, the health clubs can be dangerous. How so? As well. Well, you know, you get a guy who's, who's uh, you know, watching the girls instead of watching what he's doing. It can be like, you know, my friend Phil Davis. He got his nose caught in some of the weights that came oh, down, you yeah. know, because he wasn't paying attention. Dangerous. And okay. Then, you know. So, a word of caution in, in the health club area. Yeah. It's, it can be extremely rewarding, but dangerous. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the basic difference between men and women, in your opinion. Well, in my opinion, the basic difference on a date mm-hmm. or dating for men and women is on a date, well, it, you know, it reminds me of uh, Jane Buckman and Ronnie Hostinsky went out on a date, you know. Uh-huh. Two people that you know. Yeah. and you Did know, you she, fix them up for this date? Yeah. Okay. And she was a looker. She was good looking. Uh-huh. But women just can't pass gas on a date. A guy can get away with it. <laughs> oh. But when a woman does it, it's a big turn off. <laughs> okay. I, I and Jane Buckman, you know, <laughs> unfortunately, they're not together. <laughs> okay. Because Ronnie Hostinsky, he just wasn't too impressed. He didn't go for that, all Even right. though she was a looker. Uh-huh. There's certain things that transcend even the laws yeah, you know, of being a looker. the blonde hair and that. You know, yeah. she, she had it, but... She had that Barbie look, but probably. she had the gas. She, I see. God is right. Okay, well, what's what was that guy's first name in case he calls in and tells the worst date he ever had? And it turns out to be you. Hey, she messed up my car and everything. <laughs> Okay, James, I'm writing that down. I tell you what, Julie, appreciate you calling the show. Ted, your advice? Well, you know, when you have a blind date, usually the problem is going to be a physical flaw. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Uh Uh-huh. So what you have to do is be honest, but be more tactful on that, you know. Don't come right out and say it. You know, instead of saying, guys, you're fat, you know, say... You know, something like, you know, you might want to lay off the candy and the donuts and that. <laughs> you know, be a little more, uh, you know, less blunt. Tactful. So that, finesse. Finesse, yeah. <laughs> that, too. 
So you, you might keep that in mind on a blind date, you know, to tact. Uh, okay, I can't. All right. Uh, Julie, did that help you out? Yeah. Okay, Julie, I appreciate you calling and being part of the show. We got to take a quick break. You know, you talk about um, she might, you might think she's embarrassed in that. Well, it might be you got to work on, uh, you know, your physical appearance and smell, how you smell. Oh, there's nothing wrong with my physical appearance <laughs> or smell. Ease okay. up, Ted. Now, okay. come on. Well, I'm, uh, I'm speaking in generalities here because um, in my book, I, I give the secret recipe for my killer cologne that never fails. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, um, I, can, I, I can tell you approximately what's in it, but you'd have to buy the book to get the exact proportions. <laughs> but Wait a minute. Something tells me you have a chapter in the book entitled Ways to Smell. Cologne and hair gel, yes. <laughs> I got my own cologne called Cool Water. Twice each week on ABC, you'll go beneath the placid facade of this New England town and see the turbulent emotions, the hidden human drama that plays behind the quiet of Peyton Place. Oh yes, Peyton Place, everybody's got one, everybody lives one all the time. We're here at 1.34 on the show. I'm your host, Tom Gully. We're discussing relationships with our self-appointed relationship expert, Ted Krajusiak, 289-9522 is the number to call. We have Jay, Jeff, Jamie, and Deborah ready for calls. Real quickly, uh, Ted, uh, you were going to go over some information regarding cologne for us. Right, the exact proportions will be in the book, but... This is the killer cologne that okay. never fails. All right. It's uh, part Old Spice. This okay. is my own mix, by the way. All right. Part Old Spice, uh-huh. part Brute, All right. and part Hawaiian Punch Tropical Punch flavor. <laughs> Let's just go to the phone lines right away and speak with, uh, I think, Jay. Jay, welcome to the show. Hi. Hello. How you doing? I'm fine. Good. Uh, what do you have for Ted this evening? Well, I was uh, wondering if I could kind of get off the subject for a second. Okay, get off the subject for a second. Remember when I called last night? Uh, yes, sir. And I talked about Conan O'Brien? You sure did. Well, I was wondering if I could apologize to some people. Go ahead. Okay. I realized I came down kind of hard on Conan O'Brien last night. All right. Things were said. Feelings may have been hurt. <laughs> I'm just so distraught about Jon Stewart being canceled. <laughs> was he canceled? Yeah, Jon Stewart was canceled. And I want to say to all those Conan fans out there, I'm sorry. Okay, Jay, I appreciate you taking the responsibility. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything myself. I think sometimes it's better to uh, let these things come out naturally on their own. Uh, I think you, you took a good long look in the mirror, and, and, and you probably weren't all that pleased with what you saw. But you came clean. Uh, you rectified the, the hurt feelings and certainly the many trashed lives and tragic outcomes of the statements you made. And I really appreciate that. And um, I was also uh, about Ted. Yes, sir. Um, I don't know if this is a coincidence or not. Yes. But every girl I've ever really liked uh -huh. has moved to North Carolina. Okay. And uh, Ted? God, that keeps happening to everybody. What is this? <laughs> They're all out there. Valley of the Dolls or something. <laughs> And um, this girl, she's one of my friends. Uh-huh. Um, her boyfriend 
is also one of my friends. And I don't think that he knows that I know her. Okay. And I heard him talking about some other girl that he liked. Right. And that uh, he thought that she was not intelligent enough for him. Okay. And uh, I was wondering if I should tell her about him liking a different other person. Ooh, not liking her. good question. What do you think, Ted? Well, you know, mental uh, IQ and that, you know... Uh, how how smart you are is really important in a um, in a relationship, you know, and when, when you're dating and that. So, um, I'm kind of more interested in knowing whether he could, he should sell out the other guy. You know, go behind his back and say, "Hey, this guy's been talking about you like you're stupid." Well, here's the problem, okay? <laughs> okay. When he was telling the story, uh-huh. I had an itch on the bottom of my foot and I was taking my <laughs> shoe off. Dead. So I missed that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I'll I tell you what. I personally think, uh, Jay, that you should just go ahead and... He's not doing anything for you, and he's saying disparaging things about the other person. Go ahead and undercut him. I'm going to do that. All, All right. right. So what do you have for Ted Grajusiak? Okay, I got a great question. All right. This is like one of the most baffling relationship questions that has ever risen. Okay. I think we'll be... We'll be, ready we'll be the judge of how good of a question okay. it is, Jeff. What is the deal? Why do women feel that it's the men's duty to put down the toilet seat lid when they're finished? Ooh, good question. Yeah. yeah. That is, and I got a whole chapter on that, too. <laughs> now, here's what you do, okay? You okay. got this problem, you're married, or you're living with the girl. Yeah, I'm living with her. Okay, now, here's what you do. You make a deal. Because she's not going to be able to keep the deal. <laughs> the deal is, if you got to put it up, she's got to put it down. Okay. She's listening right no, now. No, it's, it's the other way around, okay? Uh-huh. But this is what you do. You say, every time I go, I'm putting both lids down. Every time you go, you put both lids down. You think she's going to do it? Uh, no, no because they can't remember. They have to make us remember. <laughs> that's that's not right. That's you know, that's that's a bag of cat doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, did we solve that for you? Uh, yeah, hopefully. I'll know That'll work. That it. will work. Okay. Well, Jeff, thanks a lot for being a part of the show. And, All hey, right. hang in there with those Pizza King delivery drivers. Tip those people and your waiters and waitresses oh, heavily. Yeah. They deserve it. Ted, what do you think? About places to meet. Places to meet dates. But, yes, places to you meet might, dates. You might have already guessed it, but there is a chapter in my book. <laughs> okay. And, you know... What's, what's the chapter called? Meet dates. <laughs> okay. And, you know, you might think of the normal ones, you know, going to a bar, you know. But um, dancing, like I said, is always good. Okay. Dancing is romantic. Right. Another one... Haircuts for guys. Haircuts. You get some good-looking haircutter ladies out there, beauticians. Uh huh. Stylists. You know, I've gotten my hair cut up to seven times in one day. <laughs> and, and it worked. And it worked. And you're still together. No, unfortunately. Uh, okay. Now, now that's a good question. How come you have this amazing ability to fix other people up, but you're not fixed up yet? Is it that whole thing like a psychic can't oh, predict their own future? God, yes, it's a curse. Because I I see all these relationships and I'm looking for the perfect girl for me and, and I, I I'm too picky I guess. Okay. Well, you know, are you on medication 
No, not at all. <laughs> Just sleepy sometimes. You know, if a bore, if a movie is boring, sometimes I go. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and you know that that happens. And you know, you you just gotta be ready at the at the flip of a switch. You know, if if they catch a doze and. You have to have the right phrase on the end of your lips. You know, sometimes if you're dozing and they go to ask you a question and you're dreaming and you say something totally non sequitur, you know, like, uh, I'll bite the donuts, <laughs> that, that's not good. So you have to be ready. And w when you're sleeping, you got to be ready. The first thing you say when you wake up is, great movie. <laughs> okay, so try or, that. Or like, yeah, Marge. Something like that. Yeah, that's it. I think you got the idea. So just have one. Think of one more question. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, why is it always the man who has to be more romantic than the woman? I mean, why can't women set up candlelight dinners and and uh, do things like that? They think they think women think that they are already, and they just men have a bad rap mm -hmm. because you know. Um, Sometimes they, uh, you know, fall asleep watching movies and that. Mm -hmm. they, women don't think that's romantic. But we don't have... We, we're romantic. Are, are are you romantic? Yeah, I think I am. Yeah, I think I am too. Okay. I, that's one of those things that's always going to be, you know. I, I don't... I don't... Um, do you have a suggestion? Hi, I am Tom Gully, host of the Tom Gully Show. And I'm here to talk to you about... The Tom Gully Show t-shirts. They're stylish, comfortable, and affordably priced. It's really a great way to show your support of the show. So we'd like y'all to buy one for yourself, and even better, yourself and a friend, because they're... Hey, boss, you want to sell more t-shirts? I'm your guy. Oh, hi, Vinny. Uh, folks, Vinny here helps out around the show from time to time. Vinny you have a way we can sell more t-shirts i'm all ears okay what we do is we go out and we get a nun you know a nun then if we don't sell enough shirts within about five minutes we take a meat cleaver and we start chopping off her toes one at a time. Bam! Off flies another toe. Oh, no, no, no. Good Christ. No, no. We're not doing something like that. What makes you think something like that could even work? Well, you know, works when you use a, a crippled kid instead of a nun. Folks, we'd appreciate it if you'd go to the TomGullyShow.com and buy a t-shirt or 20. like to thank Ted Krajusiak for his appearance and uh, you know if you haven't guessed Ted is not a real person uh, instead Ted is the genius brainchild character of an amazingly talented uh, man named Tom Chester and that yeah Tom Chester look him up I think he's got a band called the Tomcats which it's a good band Folks, we'd really appreciate it if you'd share this on your various Facebook pages. Trying to spread the word means trying to spread our little show here. 
We'd appreciate it if you'd like the Tom Gully Show, not me, but the show on Facebook, too, if the mood strikes you. And, of course, there's always the TomGullyShow.com. That's where you can get everything you need to get. Everything about the show is there. The Tom Gully Show store, by the way, that's how I get to do this, is when you buy things from me. Hint, please. Uh, And we encourage you to subscribe on iTunes because it's free. If it's free, it is for me. Follow us on Twitter at Atomic Palooka 2 so I can increase my clout and cred ratings, man, because if I get enough votes and enough points, we're all going to go to the aces. Uh, That'll do it for tonight. I'm out of here. I got to go talk to some people. I'll talk to you much later. Each night, you know, each night, Jay Johnson brings us in with the truth wagon. Go to jjohnsonmusic.com, check him out, and uh, each night, the Hitman Blues Band takes us out with Catch-22 Blues. Go to hitmanbluesband.com and check them out as well. And we will, oh, I'll have a little something to say about a guy named Howard Carlin next episode. And next episode, we're going to establish a, how, a ho, um, holiday, excuse me, rented lips, uh, Valentine's Day tradition as we revisit Mr. Mark Allen Atwood. Uh, So there'll be a lot of love on this program on Valentine's Day. And we will see you next time. Well, the bucket lifts a twig for a dog that's nothing big, but he don't want to. And the dog can't grab a cat, a raccoon can do all that, but he don't want to. And I dream of you at night While you hold your baby tight But he don't want you You can see it in his eyes From the way he tells you lies But he don't want you